beats, the flow, the rhythm, all movements start from the streets, Street saying our podcast. Yeah. I got to decide if I'm from Texas or I'm from uh, I'm from Omaha. I the parade. Yeah, and from here, hence moving forward. Okay. Like, where are you from? You a boxing fan? Yeah, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> That's funny. Mike, check. Mm. Man, <laughs> hey, I get the option. Yeah, my daughter from, I'm 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 from coming from, <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Omaha adopted. You know what I'm saying? Not born and raised. Omaha adopted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't no transplant. You know, mm. I stay. Even if I leave, I ain't a transplant. I was here. Mm. They can't say nothing else. Like, hey, contributed to the culture. Yeah, he's like, oh, what high school you go to? I did. You sure? I saw you. No, you didn't. You just been seeing me for the last ten years. Man. You don't know me, cuz. Mm. Man, mic check, man. We live again. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, sir. I'm in a good mood. Johnny, <laughs> your eyes look like you in a good mood. I'm just, I just woke I up. up. <laughs> yeah, I just woke up. <laughs> I'm chilling. Yeah, man. Welcome to the Streets and our podcast, man. It's your host, Giddy Jicky, with it. It's your other host, Johnny No Good. And it's a good Friday, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man, today, I ain't gonna lie, man. It's a good day. It's so much happening. I'm, before we even get to the real me, I got to say, I actually got a lot of changes going on in my life, dog. Okay. So, you know, I've been trying to get out of my main job for a while. Yes, sir. And I done got up out of my main job and I done leveled up for real, for real. Yeah. Hey, man, where the round of applause at, man? What y'all doing, man? Man, y'all stop playing with me, man. I'm finna start talking crazy to you hoes. I <laughs> No nah, man, CEO out here, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Gotta make it happen, man. But it's all for the good. I've been plugging away since, you know, I've been there almost 10 years doing the actual job. You know, a lot of people know me from DJing a podcast, but I got a day job. I got a trade, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so finally able to get an opportunity to put to test and to to really show how much I can do for our neighborhood, you know, mm. in the name of health and public health. So definitely, you know what I'm saying, got a great opportunity. Still gonna be doing this other stuff, but man, it's a, it's a blessing to, you know, when the machine works in your favor sometimes, but mm. you still, and it's funny, like you don't get it automatic and like in the field like mine, you still gotta show you can do the job and do the work. So having these degrees, but it's cool and it helps put you in a position too. But if you don't got no work behind your name, they'll never put you in that position. Hmm. So um, get a nice opportunity to really do something out here. And in the meantime, make some change. (laughs) Shit. We ain't going to struggle for no more cameras. (laughs) We going to get a new computer. (laughs) What else we need, young guy? We We lights. We getting it. Listen, he gonna add to my list. I'll send you a list. Send me, he sent me, it's already there. That part. He been manifesting on the back end. His mama been praying for us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, please pay my baby. Mm. <laughs> but definitely putting in work, man. Shout out to young guy too, man. I was at his old stomping grounds at Crate, man. They was like, they was like, he's still working. I'm like, yep, he's still rocking with us, man. Okay. Lacing us up, man. 
So they was happy to see that, man. They definitely were over in Upper Bound, man, getting it in. Okay. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, definitely got that, man. So that's my thing, man. I, I'm i ready to get to work. Yes, sir, man. Congratulations again. Thank you. You know, to level up, to be around, to see it. Excited to see what's next, man. Yep. A lot of change. And it's good to be in a place where, for those who don't know, like the nonprofit world, the board can make you or break you. Hmm. And to have a board that pushed for me to be there hmm. and is behind me and wants to see this thing go where it needs to go is already 10 steps ahead of most places. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can't ask for at least a better opportunity. And you know it ain't perfect. You know how we get down in our neighborhoods, but we got to try to do something. Shout out to Easy e Man, that part, I think she heard, I think yeah. she heard you. She heard the noise. She like, what celebration time? Right. But man, other than that, man, today is a good day. For those who don't know, man, mm. shout out to hip hop, man. Okay. 50 years old, dog. Man. Started in the basement on Sedwick Avenue mm. in 73 mm. from a DJ named DJ Cool Herc. Mm. Created a genre and don't even know if he was trying to create a genre. He was just trying to get the party rocking. Mm. Uh, and we 50 years later deep in this, 50 years later deep. Um, yeah, man, shout out, man. Give hip hop some some noise, man. Shit. Yeah. Like, ah, hip hop. You think hip hop, most people just think music or the sound, but the culture of hip hop, how it permeated everything mm. and shifted everything. Like people forgetting that hip hop really truly started from graffiti artists. Mm. Were the first, out of those elements, they're the first ones doing their thing. Mm. Um, tagging and that counterculture, like it's funny people talk about counterculture, but hip hop is remixing counterculture to its T. Uh, we take anything and make that shit hip, make it cool. That's where it comes from. Seventy mm -hmm. slang is hip, and and hop is movement. So you take that from not only the dance moves and the dance and the flavor of it, but the movements that's pushed from this culture. Mm -hmm. That's what it was called hip hop. It was the cool movement. Mm. It was what well, this is what's happening. This is what we're supposed to be doing. So, man, for it to to see where it started, to see how it got shit on, to where it's at now, to the business of hip hop, um, it's an amazing sight, bro. Um, and I just gonna ask you, Johnny, mm -hmm. just coming from hip hop culture, sometimes, you know, people, some people claim it, some people don't, but like, we are of hip hop culture. Mm -hmm. Coming from it, man, what has it over your lifespan meant to you and to help you get to where you got man. and getting to? Shit, not even done. Man. Um. I don't know. It's kind of like a, a multi-tiered uh, question. You know, when I hear questions, I think on all kind of different levels. Mm -hmm. And what hip-hop has meant to me has the definition has changed throughout the years. Like, you know, when I was seven years old and I first discovered my love of hip-hop, uh, it meant something totally different than what hip-hop meant to me at 15 mm -hmm. once I started taking it serious, mm -hmm. which is something completely different than what it meant to me at you know, 1920, once I started finding purpose in my life and understanding the power of the tongue. So, you know, hip hop in all of his phases has always kind of been like a love hate relationship with me, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, um, if I think about like the impact that music then had over the course of my life, you know, um, 
you think about the the Tupacs, you think about the top authorities, you know, you think about the Mr. Luchis, the Mr. Pookies, you think about the J. Coles, you think about the Kendricks, you know, you think about the Big L's, you think about the Cassidy's, you think about the Lil Wayne's, you think about the Jewel Santana's, you know, like um, hip hop has always held a special place in my heart. And it's kind of what you was talking about earlier about what it was initially started for mm-hmm. um, to hip and hot people over certain movements. And so, you know, as a person who does have this love hate relationship with hip hop to kind of see over the course of the last 15 years where it has expanded, it has become something global and it is something that's cultural. Um, hip hop has a culture within its own self, but within the culture of hip hop itself, right? Like there's a bigger culture, overarching culture. And kind of to see, you know, something that is such a powerful tool, a profound tool, kind of be used and weaponized against us over the course of the last 15 years is something that, you know, I'll be remiss to act like that don't bother me. So, like, when I think about the entirety of hip hop, my love hate relationship with it is weird. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, what people don't like talking about, man, hip hop culture is is truly poor black culture. Mm. And, And if you, then you can sprinkle in like a Dominican, Puerto Rican. That's mm-hmm. where it comes from. Mm-hmm. It's poor urban city culture mm-hmm. and how it's expressed. Because when you poor, you find other uses for things. Mm-hmm. You learn how to make some shit stretch. Mm-hmm. And you make it, make it stretch to where it's at least cool to do or be on. You know what I'm saying? And that's everything. You know what I'm saying? Eddie Murphy made... When he was talking about he wants some McDonald's, he had mama made him that patty melt. But shit, we was eating patty melt. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? You still had to figure it out. I don't care if you crying in the corner. But yeah. so like that, that is is crazy because a lot of times we don't, that's not expressed in hip hop as it goes global, as it goes commercial. That what this really is, is creativity of poor black culture. Mm. That's what hip hop is in its essence. Mm. And it, it's up to at least we know everybody ain't gonna do it because it's commercialized so now people just making money Mm -hmm. but the people that say it's about who they are and it's about culture and it's about the art then it's up to those folks to say well we got to keep or preserve this in the best way we can Mm -hmm. don't mean you don't make money Mm -hmm. it just means don't let money be the only thing the only factor make sure that the art and the culture is still present and prevalent and why you create and how you create. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of like what you talk about. Money is one aspect, right? But just the aspect of creation in its own self, right? Because like, I, I was on FL Studios. You get what I'm saying? I made my beats on FL Studios. That's not the same as breaking out the Phantom and creating those beats from scratch. Mm-hmm. So there would be people who would look, I never consider myself a producer. I just consider myself a person who can make beats. There would be people who would look at me because I'm not purely making them and not consider me a producer. I wouldn't consider myself a producer. I'm saying that to say, like, not only is it this element of money making that's distorting the game, it's the element of are these actually even people Mm -hmm. that's creating this? And is this actually their own individual talent? You get what I'm saying? Because now with the introduction of AI and all of these other elements, we've been having loop packages and stuff like that how much of the instrumentation and the music is actually being created by the individuals. And to me, you know, we start getting to a place where creativity is undermined if we allow people to integrate AI and call that creativity. And I mean, you know? No, for sure. And I think it, 
I'm not mad at AI, but you got to understand you now have to tune your ear in to know if this is just something coming from a package and you can hear it. You should be able to know based on the patterns. Um, but that's why I love, like, it's like certain pockets I love. Like, I love producers from Detroit because mm. they still turn the quantize off. Mm. So you're not going to be able to AI that because mm. you can hear the slight <laughs> beat that is slightly off, but it's on. Mm-hmm. You can hear it with those producers, especially they, what you would call a backpack rappers out of Detroit. So people like, I just got uh, Black Milk's new album. Mm. And you can hear, Black Milk produces too. So you can hear him getting to it. And I was just listening to uh, Illa G Day, part of Clear mm. Soul Forces. He been going crazy. I hope he blow up. Mm. He might be on my list for the end of the year to yeah. blow up. He going crazy. Mm. But he, you hear it. I can hear it. I'm like, that's almost like you almost got to go against the machine and strip it back down to its beginnings. Mm. So I think we're actually going to get in hip hop, going to get a new wave of musicians who are going to bring up new chords. Mm. You got more guitarists bringing in. I'm going to make this chord. I'm a more pianist getting new keys to things. And you're going to start to see the experimentation back again, too, to start to get them to separate. Say, hey, if you want something real, something we can go on the road with, something live, mm-hmm. you coming over here. And we talked about this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another it's going to be another renaissance amongst the artists. But, you know, it, it, it's crazy because, again, hip hop is remix mm-hmm. culture. It's going to shift again. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you go too this way, when it goes too mainstream, it's too cookie cutter. That's when hip hop culture takes in and says, "No, nah, we gotta do something fresh." Mm-hmm. So we're about to see that again in this within next few years, and you're starting to see it now. Like it was crazy. I was listening to Travis Scott's album, mm-hmm. and I seen you know some pods talking about it, and they like it's great. And I listened to it. I was like, "This ain't hip hop. This alternative music." Mm-hmm. So when did y'all start liking alternative music? This sound like yeah, this is Kanye influence. You can hear that. This sound like. My homies over in Sweden, young fathers. Mm. Sound like something they would have made. Mm. But which is cool, but now if you introduce people to a new style of music, that's great. Which hip hop always does. It pulls from everywhere. So it is hip hop. Like it's not not hip hop. It is hip hop. But learning where them roots are from and that's like, right. nah, where are these core descents coming from? All right, got it. So it's cool, man. And I think one of the biggest things we forget about in hip hop is the business side. Mm-hmm. Like we forget that the first musical act to get a major uh like licensing distrib- not distribution licensing deal with a corporate company was run DMC with Adidas hmm. when it came to apparel. Hmm. It was a first nobody had a deal with a clothing or shoe company. Hmm. And now you look, everybody got a McDonald's meal, <laughs> Reeboks, Homa, everybody got everything, but hip hop made that broke that mold you know what i'm saying so um that's just something that again but from street style they was up there rocking the kangos and the adidas and they was like well we're gonna make this song why don't we partner Mm. and they made it happen but it's like that creativity that hunger and just coming out of your actual natural culture that you're trying to create um has propelled business in, in in this as well um and it was a good day today. I ain't gonna lie, just from music. Like it wasn't the majors, bro. Hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed the albums that I bought, that I heard today. Shout out to No Name, hmm. and shout out to Reason. Hmm. I ain't got through all the Reason stuff, but it's like it give you that. Oh, they they rapping. They it, they in there on a on the day like this. I think it was good to not get too much of the, you know, the other stuff. A lot of the non lyrical for sure hip hop. You know what I'm saying. 
I ain't gonna say what LaRusse will be saying because he be coming at them niggas. Here. <laughs> but yeah, man, I um, it's a good day, man. Fifty years of a, something that nobody then they thought was gonna make it. Like as you said, the, the business aspect, they didn't, you know, they didn't invest in it. They thought it would be a fad. Thought it would last six months, you know. So, mm-hmm. like you said, to see something birth out of somebody's basement. Mm-hmm. Take over the world, influence the world, mm-hmm. you know, shift culture, determine culture. I mean, not only is hip hop a co- is it culture itself, you know, is it a culture, but it is culture, you know, mm-hmm. like it sets the, the tone. You look around the world, the global impact, the world then got smaller. You know, mm-hmm. you talk about hip hop and basketball going hand in hand, mm-hmm. and you look at the expansion of hip hop and basketball across the world, you know, so it's a unique opportunity to bridge the gap. Fashion, like, not just how we dress, but whose fashion house comes and get our people hmm. to dress. Louis and Gucci with, you know, um, Dapper Dan and Pharrell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Literally, they're in charge of. Their- yeah, because uh, one of the Charlo brothers, what he, Balenciaga, I think they got. You, know, you got Balenci- Balenciaga. You know what I'm saying? So they're now paying us to wear them white men. But <laughs> I got a different beef in fashion. But it's cool. At least that speaks to the impact and the influence. I ain't going to talk my fashion talk. That's different. Mm-hmm. Get some black designers. But, <laughs> you know, but that's how expansive in the business side and the culture side and how much people pay attention. Even if they don't buy from us directly, they pay attention to the influence and they know our influence is pushed beyond what any marketing campaign they could do mm-hmm. it don't equate mm-hmm. go get somebody in hip-hop they'll put it's on now mm-hmm. it breaks the mold every time mm-hmm. so man shout out to hip-hop man i'm excited to see where it starts to spin the next remix the next take um the global market is wide open you're you're what's I'm just laughing because i'm like man like you think about how far it didn't came you think about like the commercials, them talking about bling bling and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like. To it being out, that's a It's literally hip hop is literally like <laughs> pop culture, culture now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's, it's crazy. Listen, watching, bro, <laughs> I miss Stuart Scott on ESPN late night, bro. There was nobody like Stu, bro. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. Man. You know what I'm saying? Just that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, but from the culture and getting them slots. Getting him a, a shitty slot that turned into a primetime slot. Mm-hmm. He turned it there because he was hip hop. So all the black folks stayed up, watched Stu after the games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's everything, bro. Like every piece of lingo, um, every piece of lingo is from us now. Anything that pops. Man, I be feeling so out of place now. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I heard one of the little dudes called a girl a treesh. I said, what's a treesh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, E like, what's a treesh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, called her a treesh. He talking about he, he was dropping the ribs. I said, okay. What's, what's, what's the ribs? I said, what's a treesh? Shit. So, yeah, shout out to hip hop. Young guy, what the fuck is a treesh? <laughs> yeah. But where does it come from? I'm big in a derivative. Where did it derive from? But what did what is it coming from that word? So for example, you know everybody like I'm going ham, right? Mm-hmm. Ham wasn't actually H A M; it was H E M. It was short for mayhem. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You was going, you were causing mayhem. You was going ham, not ham. Right? But then, then other people turn ham into an acronym, hard as a motherfucker. So you know, so I'm going ham. Yeah. So it, it starts <laughs> to evolve. So it's crazy, and it's just like Riz, right? Y'all know yeah. where Riz come from? Uh. Uh-uh. You said what? Cotton New 
Yeah, but do you know where that word, that piece of the word comes from? It comes from charisma. Charisma. When you got Riz. Oh, uh, he putting her with the, you hitting the, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, charisma. No, that makes sense. You got yeah. the Riz. He tried to hit her yeah. with the Riz. Yeah, try to show her I'm who you are. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it like, but that's the crazy part about hip hop. It's like E-40 making up words, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got my, I'm my Gouda. Like you talking about this cheese, you know, cheese is for yeah, money. Yeah, and like, but now oh. these niggas Delulu and shit like that. These niggas be sounding rich. Ret- <laughs> they doing a little too. All right, some of y'all Reticulate. need to stop. Just <laughs> chill out. Your words ain't really correlating to nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that's that that is the culture, bro. It's pop culture, but that is the culture, man. That shit is amazing. I'm excited to be my part of it, you know, as a DJ doing events and DJing, bro, like. I enjoy doing my piece of it and how I decided to go about it, which is an old school route of trying to find the records that don't people don't got. Trying to break records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to hip hop, man. Definitely a good time, man. You got anything on that? I'm nah. Yeah, man, shit. Yeah. We got something else to talk about. We yeah. from motherfucking Omaha. Man. Listen, I, I tried to set us up with it. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I mentioned old boy, you know what I'm saying? I tried yeah. to set us up. We, we uh, went there. That was the other Charlo. Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know which Charlo it is. I can't tell them niggas. Yeah, part. <laughs> that part. Speaking of Charlo. Man. Got charcoal. Man, man, what you about to, man. Because it was, it was just a legendary fight that went down, wasn't it? Man, you ain't got to say it like that. We're I'm, a, I'm asking. Shit, cause cause I was gonna turn it into a joke, you know what I'm saying? Montgomery Brawl, cause it was a couple, it was a couple legendary fights that went down, nigga. That's what I was about which to say. One which one? Yeah. Montgomery Brawl. That's what I was about to say. Nigga, I'm tired of these cherubies. I didn't even, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't even like them. I was like, y'all are crazy, bro. God dang, man. When we get one, we do not let it go. I ain't gonna cap. I've been listening to the song nonstop. <laughs> Shout out to Unk with the chair, Montgomery Brawl. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Not one, but all y'all, Montgomery bro. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. But yeah, nah, man. The other one, the, the official one, the fight of the year, fight man. Of the year, official one, man. Um, our guy, man. Yes, sir. Two time, two time undisputed, undisputed. Only him and the quote. Yes, sir. Terrence Bud Crawford. Yes, sir. I am coming from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> 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 Coming from um, I've been here ten years. My baby here. I got a house here. I, I got it. So and I'm out the gym. So whatever. That part. Sorry to all my Texas people. But I, it is what it is. I tried to tell y'all too. I tried to tell y'all what was gonna happen. Y'all ain't want to listen. Y'all ain't want to listen to the real. I see this nigga. Y'all ain't want to listen. I mean, shit, bro. I, I like. All right. So my first thought, you know, okay, ten rounds, mm-hmm. but gonna get the win. Then once I seen that that little per that little interview that, that that Thursday and he came out with his hands behind his back and he ain't say nothing, I changed it to five rounds. I said, oh yeah, he gonna get him out of there in five, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy, bro. Man, I ain't like it for me. I know people talked about the Eminem walkout. Mm. They talk about the the outfit. Mm. I was like, fam, my nigga didn't even want a haircut this fight. <laughs> All he did was chop the top and line him up. <laughs> he came out ready to brawl. I was like, what the? This nigga, usually you like, I'm a geek. No. Montgomery, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was not fucking he around. Went, he went. 
And the worst part of we gonna get to the fight. The worst part about the fight was Shilp watching the epilogue. Oh, and this nigga topped off like. Anyway, that's a good shot. Like, a, like he didn't just have a fight. Didn't look like it either. He had a party with all these celebrities. This nigga got on his his little Terrence Bud Everlast jumpsuit on playing Top Golf. He wasn't worried about it. shit. Man. That's how you know he was whooping the ass. Whoop. That was crazy. Man. I, like, for real, for real, in all seriousness, because I am like a fan of boxing and mm-hmm. a fan of the sport, I truly hope Errol can recover from that. Like, it was literally a point in the seventh round. Where I'm like, bro, if y'all don't stop this shit, like, bro, stop it. You see me kept running to you. Yeah. I was dead. Everybody laughing at me. And then I was like dead serious. Like, I don't like this. I don't want to see what's going to happen because I'm seeing where this is going. Luckily, the ref stepped in. But he wasn't going to quit. It was because he wasn't going to quit. That part, And that's really what it is, is protecting him from himself. That, mm-hmm. Like, one thing I will give him credit about is his warrior stance was on full display. Mm-hmm. Him falling on the shield was on full display. And despite the condition he was in, him doing the post-fight co- uh, press conference, mm-hmm. that's next level, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, when it comes to sportsmanship. So, yeah. you know, just definitely got to give him a shout-out yeah. on that. Yeah, you can't say nothing bad about Arrow. Like, you, I don't... Other than losing the fight, you can't say nothing bad about this man. Yeah. And because a lot of y'all would have packed it up early mm. and showed you his packing. Because it wasn't that he just survived. He was still trying. Yeah. He just didn't have his bearings. He was getting knocked around, bro. Like, I'm like, he was trying to throw. Like, yeah. I know I understand why he felt mad at the ref, but he didn't understand what was really going on in there. Like, he was getting whooped up. And I'm like, shit. And it, it was scared. It, it got to the point where you, I was scared for real. Like, man, this somebody please call this because this what they what they call it, uh, catching shooting. So the way that Bud was, <laughs> like, it's it's just some shit, bro. Like where it's just like technically, the, the, just the levels of fighting the, and the mastery, the bro. The other person that I've seen, it's, he stayed in the pocket. And for those who don't know, it's staying in the pocket, staying in punching range, mm. not backing out, not hitting and getting out, pulling out. It's staying right there. Hands catching is when you somebody hit you. It's like catching it, but with the backside or the front and shooting is usually with the same hand you caught it with. This man will boom, boom, shoulder roll. That's how he caught the first one. Mm-hmm. He shoulder roll into a two one. Mm-hmm. Usually people throw a hook. He just boom, boom, two straights. And that battering ram jab, boy, he was. Man, I ain't gonna cap. I bet you know I had to, you know, up into the fight. I had to go watch everything around it. And then after the fight, I had to go back through and just watch it. Man, Bud be laying niggas out with that straight, man. That nigga straight is next level. His straight is next level. He's strong, bro. His straight is next level. They keep level. thinking he not strong because he, oh, he coming off 135. Do, do people notice that, that he's knocked every welterweight out that he fought? Yeah. Every one of them, nobody went distance. Mm. He got them all out of there. At a bigger weight, mm-hmm. he started at one thirty-five. He had one forty-seven. Every one forty-seven he fought got out, got him out of there. And uh, and he talked about it, but I think it was just a switching mentality because it wasn't like he couldn't have got those dudes out of there mm-hmm. before. It was a switching mentality, mm-hmm. like wanting to, to destroy, finish the job, finish mm-hmm. him. Ain't no waiting around. It don't matter. I remember him in the Sean Porter fight. And they was like, hey, you down on the cars. I remember the round before. <laughs> what? Yeah, we was watching it live. What? And he he went like, all right. Immediately. And immediately switched. And I'm immediately. Because like, so, it was a close fight before that. Yeah. It, Sean was probably up. Yeah. I, it was a close I, I fight. Sean up. Just because of points. It wasn't like he was out. By, it was mm-hmm. inactivity on Bud and more mm-hmm. activity on, on Porter. Um, but, you know, bro, that was a master 
And I, I feel him when he said that felt like my moment. Everything leading up to it, for it to have to happen when it happened, to where all the belts was on the line. Man. To literally putting out on his promo video with Shakur saying, I think I'll, I'm going to try to get Eminem to walk me out. <laughs> M saying he a fan. Getting the M. Mm. The whole, the names of both of them helped the whole build up to where they didn't have to talk no shit. It was just build up like, Oh, you the big fish. We gonna fry some fish. Yep. And you bud. We smoking on bud tonight. Smoking bud. So like the promo of it was just great social media promo material for it. Like everything, Billy. Why are you laughing? I, I just, Cause man, I'm not laughing at you when you say certain stuff. Like, bro, I really went out and got some fish. You know, I don't even eat fish like that. But like, bro, we literally turned man. 729 into National Fish Friday. Like, bro, it was fish fries all across the city. So like, I'm just thinking about everything, you know? Hey, the mayor's got to make their proclamation. Too. Yeah. It's not just Bud Day, but it's National it's Fish, fish Friday. Because <laughs> that's... Oh no! and then shout out to Steven for the dope ass outfit Man. and tying all of it in. Mm. That's why it was it was his night, bro. That was everything tied into him. You know what I'm saying? Like had the net on his on his mm. stuff, bro. So I'm like, it, it happened. How it was supposed to happen, like he said, and it was magnanimous, mm. uh, a jovial night for my man. Yes, sir. And shout out to them, man. That shit was. Amazing, bro. And I, I, the only thing he said exactly what was gonna happen after. Everybody was gonna find an excuse, and everybody started finding. Even some of my homies like y'all chill out. Yeah. Why y'all calling Boots' name? Mm. And, I, and Bud ain't no punk. Mm. Bud done went on. First of all, he, this man not went in Charlemagne face. <laughs> sat in that nigga chair. <laughs> sat in his chair. Like, Made him apologize. 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 What he say? Say you sorry. He said say you sorry. sorry and something else. And he was on his head, but. I, Say you was wrong. Say you was wrong. <laughs> it was funny, but even that, like answering the question, what about booze? Like, fam, I'm not worried about booze because I'm like, I'm 30, about to be 36. If there ain't no money in it, mm -hmm. ain't no point in me doing it. I'm about, I'm on the back end of my career. Mm -hmm. He's like, Tank want to move up. I'll like, fight Tank. You're going to find out, but mm -hmm. that's a money fight. Mm hmm. You gonna to move up two yeah, classes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buzz started sounding like uh, uh, Money Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? I, I, but it's the shift, and and I appreciate him stepping into that because mm -hmm. like that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to take control of your business. He already there. So what else he know how to do, bro? Y'all just want to fight people to say he beat everybody. You could say his name to beat. Yeah. Cause if he fight boots, he beat boots. Y'all gonna say he need to fight that Tim whoever strong dude? Mm. And say. Y'all just wanted to fight people to fight him at this point. He's like, fam, he done won four belts in two divisions. That ain't never been done in the male side. Man. And now he really wants three. Yeah, because that's that's Charlo separate him. Because Charlo got the rest. And I don't think Charlo got to give him up to fight Canelo. I think he do. He do. They he do. And they, I've seen something about that where the dude said that they doing it for the promo. So it's undisputed versus undisputed. But after, at, once the bell ring, he got to forfeit him. So mm. I've seen Crawford talk about possibly having to fight the winner of that charlo and the other dude you know mm. for the belts or whatever but yeah that's that's it that's what he talking about he's trying to go for that three i think he i think he got about i'm gonna say three fights in him mm. and i got he got plenty more in him mm -hmm. but if he can get three fights and it's gonna each one of them wherever them belts land mm. just know you got this nigga knocking down your door mm. and he hope charlo get one mm. so that'll be the capper i'm mm. gonna whoop your ass for the last one mm. that's like that's that'd be perfect give him three more mm. 
five at max. He don't want to take the long. Hey, and he said he'll fight Canelo. Canelo shrink down. He said he'll catch weight. One fifty eight. I seen that. 158, 160. Yeah, I seen yeah. that. Like, oh, man, he did. He gonna have to see how his body feel at a heavier weight first. But yeah, he's like, because I remember in the early interview, he's like, I ain't stupid. Like, yeah, I'm, for my weight class, I'm I'm coming up from a little nigga. Like, yeah. And he his weight fluctuate. You seen him? Hello, you know, going up to one eighty, dog. One eighty. You didn't seen him. Ain't that where uh uh what's his name? Bivol? Uh, Dimitri yeah, Bivol. Yeah, got. that's who he got whooped up by. <laughs> so you learn your lesson. Like, all right, Canelo went up and but he did jump. What he do? Jump like two or two. three for that fight? He was at six two. Yeah, so, so he, he, he went up. So that's what I'm saying. When you go up two, that's why he's trying to warn Tank. You can go up one and work your way up, but going up two immediately. Just like what I think, Kell Brook went up to mm-hmm. to fight Canelo. Like, it's your body ain't even used to it. Mm. Like, so I don't know, man. But shout out to Bud, man, and putting on for the city. We need a statue, man. Like Kwanzaa, 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 he going crazy. He like, well, shit, we got one rocking. He ain't even real. Yeah, hey, I'm telling you, Kwanzaa ain't. Oh, no, no, no. I just was talking to him before I pulled up. Yeah, yeah, I got my stuff in. Yeah, Johnny, we gotta get that statue. Yeah, man. Kwanzaa ain't playing, man. Rip the horns off that motherfucker. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we got the parade, and I think all of it's like it's finna, like you said, you said it's probably gonna be star studded. Yeah. It's people pulling up. It's people already in the city, so. Man, they got the hey, big after party afterwards. I no money. I need, I need to send the, the thought signal out. <laughs> y'all better be out at this break. Hey, the after party the at the money. school house. Man. Thought signal. Y'all better come out. Stop Man. playing. They going to be here. They going to be there. They going to be there. You got you got a Dre Rash, T. Marshall party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they going to be there. Hey, I'm putting the signal out for y'all. Better watch money. money. <laughs> I ain't gonna cap, man. You talking about the signal, Montgomery bro. That nigga threw the hat up. I ain't, bro. It's so many elements to that video, man. Oh my god, it's so many elements to that video. Shout out to little homie who swim, man. They called that nigga Aquaman. They called that nigga Scuba Gooden Jr. You know what I'm saying, man? And C Murder. I ain't gonna cap. C Murder was next level. They said Jermichael Phelps. <laughs> oh, but, but what they, but when they called. Michael B. Phelps. They call him Michael B. Phelps. I think I like Jermichael Phelps. Michael Phelps. I was like, y'all crazy. Man. man. Shout out to little homie, man. I ain't gonna cap, man. We taking that win for the rest of the year, man. Hey man, we better. Uh, we need to go make a trip to the edge of Nebraska to that black gun shop. <laughs> I don't know how this shit finna go in the next year, rest of this year. Man, we we better go. Uh, go make a trip. Yes, sir. We gonna have some money because I leveled up. We going to the edge of Nebraska. That part. It just. I'm getting long barrels. <laughs> oh man, damn man, shit man. Make sure shit again, man. Hip hop day. Can't say enough about it. Um, shout out to Bud Crawford, man. Terrence Bud Crawford, BNB Boxing, man. Mm-hmm. Doing it big for the city, man. We don't have professional sports. He is professional sports. Yes, sir. For the city, and it's a big monumental moment. Um, people that here don't even grasp the magnitude of what he did. Mm. He even brought back a do- he even brought boxing back. Boxing was done for. UFC yeah. had boxing dead. Nobody was watching boxing. Klitschko, them brothers was gone. Boxing was over with. Yeah. Mayweather, you know, that little era was faded. Like boxing was dead, bro. Yeah, boxing it, was it, dead. It was coming back. It was it, we this year has been a hell of a year for mm-hmm. boxing. But this is the one that like, okay, now we back. So now we've kind of they've eliminated the fear of champions fighting. Mm. Now champions gonna fight. Mm. Ain't no running from it. 
Cause now they can be like, well, they fall. He lost. So y'all got to fight. Yeah. So we're gonna be in a good couple years of whoever got them belts, whoever the top dogs is. They finna brawl. Mm-hmm. Ain't no array around it. I even heard uh, Eddie Hearn talking about after this Joshua fight tomorrow. Like now they back in negotiation with Wilder. You mm. know they late because mm. they. Let me be y'all promoter. Y'all don't know what y'all doing. We going to Playboy and Oprah and Ellen with your shirts off. Joshua and Wild. Just you gotta give it up. Them niggas six five, six seven. They got more muscles than your whole ass niggas. And they got more money. They gonna get all your women. I'm promote this will be the most watched fight by female audience in the history of boxing. Yeah. <laughs> they better take the demographics. Yeah. But it's funny because they back in conversation. Like y'all was supposed to be fault. Yep, when y'all were undefeated, mm. y'all were too late. At least Bud and them still had their records. It was shit on the line. It was time to really do it. Yeah. And now you got Tyson Fury fighting some a UFC nigga instead of fighting Usyk. So Man. they got to get like it's not gonna be tolerated anymore. You can't do that. And with this stuff, you know, we're gonna get all this TV pay paying boxing now. Jake Paul and all them. It's gonna mm-hmm. get by the wayside because now we got real. Big timers. Yeah. It is what it is. Once you see, you know, that, it's hard to go over here to the for play stuff, you know? Yeah. And they, they had a run because boxing was dying. Yeah. Now they finna get, they know they finna get pushed out the way. Yeah. Like, even have to fight some real people and try to, you know what I'm saying? And even some of them fights is starting to get more competitive now. Those mm-hmm. little fake fights or celebrity influencer mm-hmm. fights. Like, you know, real quick, I had watched the fight Mayweather did. With the, bro- with the dude from Japan or whatever. Mm-hmm. That dude was catching Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might have been an exhibition fight, but mm-hmm. that dude came to fight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, Gotti, that was a different story. But, <laughs> yeah, man. So It is what it is. Yeah, yeah man. Shit, it's a good good day. It looked like a great day outside. Great weekend ahead of us, man. Yeah. A lot of buzz in the city. Um, a lot of buzz in music. Everything... Things on the up if you want it to be on the up. So I'm hoping everybody keep their spirits up. Still a lot of shit we battling and out here dealing with. Mm-hmm. Still real shit happening. Every day. Um, but make sure you find your balance. If you're in the rut, find something to balance you back out. Um, it's time, man. We said 23, man. It's Jordan, make the moves, man. It's mm-hmm. time to go. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it don't mean you're at the ultimate level, but it's time to make that shift to where you are in line and going in that direction heavy. Uh, especially with all the shit going on with the economy that ain't nobody talking about. Hmm. <laughs> we better get ready. Yeah. We better get ready. So yeah. get your shit on. Be great at what you do. Be purposeful at what you do and you'll survive. Um, so yeah, man. We gonna keep it pushing, man. Don't hey, don't start no brawls in Omaha this weekend. You will find the wrong nigga. Man. It's the wrong nigga weekend. Man, Omar got them, man. Omar, man. We got them niggas out here, man. man. So just be careful. Be careful. All of them is registered. Yeah. <laughs> but man, it's good to be back, man, and see y'all and shit. Let's get up out of here, bro. Man, you know where to find the streets AR Streets A A N D R on all platforms. We're on everything but Apple. Uh, follow, subscribe, like, watch, share, comment, put your mama on, <laughs> put your homies on. If you know me and you ain't subscribed yet, you a mark. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting words. I, I, it's a hands weekend. I'm with it. Catch me with my youngins at the fight match. We finna go. 
13 and 0 in there, or however many we fight, mm. uh, we getting to it, man. It's, but yeah, man, see us on, you know, on the web and on the inter- enters of the net, man. It's your host, Giddy Jicky with it. It's your other host, Johnny No Good. And we out, man. Peace. Peace. The beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Street saying our podcast.